0: I'm your host, Dave C, and you're listening to Never Isolated, a show hosted here on Torchu, and the show ID is 791-0667, and you're most welcome. Indeed, rather different circumstances today. Yes, everyone, I'm Dave C, and you're listening to the Never Isolated podcast, and um, I'm in a bit of a dilemma, I'm a bit of a, I'm up against a bit of a deadline. Let me explain. This is indeed episode 131 of Never Isolated, and it is indeed a quiz episode. It's the Lonesome Quiz 24, but I had intended getting this up sometime over the weekend, but it's now going to be up on the feeds for Monday, the 19th of October, 2020. And why am I in such a, a kerfuffle? Why am I in uh, up against the deadline? Because... Indeed, today I should really be doing another of our uh, mid-week episodes where I concentrate on the uh, evolving, story is the wrong word, isn't it, the evolving disaster of the world pandemic, COVID-19, as it affects uh, people around the world, but particularly with um, emphasis on the UK, where I'm based, and indeed in England, in the UK. Um But um, what I've decided to do is a little bit of a compromise. We are going ahead with Lonesome Quiz 24. I've dropped down to just four rounds for this episode. And I'm doing it um, um, very... (laughs) Well, it's always semi-professional at best. (laughs) Never, no. um, What I'm trying to do is I'm going to do it... um, in a a single take here live in a a secluded room, and then upload it on the feeds. So it will be available, as I say, dated Monday the 90th of October. The round that's missing is the fourth round, which I didn't get to develop properly. So what I'm going to do there, I'm going to uh, take a little time out, as it were, from the quiz, and just go over some basic information. And also, if there has been any major particular uh, development here in the UK, I will announce it because as I do this very shortly, where I'm based in the greater Manchester area of the UK, there is a big uh, deadline coming up as to when we go into, uh, our, if we go into a higher tier of the three tier system that the UK is employing of lockdown and um, The Manchester Mayor, Andy Burnham, and the government are in very um, fevered, frenzied uh, negotiations. Uh, Boris Johnson doesn't want to try and impose this. He wants an agreement. And um, to that end, round four may be just a little bit of a catch up. So a slightly um, discombobulated episode today. But nonetheless, most of it is forgetting the virus and we are on our lonesome quizzes. Uh, I don't want to. I didn't want to miss out on doing another of these. As I have said, this is quiz 24, and this is already episode 131. So that gives you an idea of the <clears throat> the balance between the serious episodes and the quizzes. Now, uh, before we actually make a start, I'm just going to play in my little uh, general short clip, and then we'll explain. A tiny bit more before we get on with the quiz. By the way, you may want to just step away and get a pen and paper because you will need that for one of the rounds and also to keep track of your score. This is Never Isolated a Podcast here on Talk to You. and please remember we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, or one word. Show ID is seven nine one zero double six seven. Okay, right. And um, what I'm going to do is to just break up the um, the rounds that we do have. The final round, which I'll be naming Round Five, uh, the audio round, but it will actually be the fourth full round of the quiz. And um, I've got voices, and I'm going to give you a little bit of an insight into that clip because here in the UK, we have just restarted the latest 2020 series of Strictly Come dancing that's called dancing with the stars in the united states so what i've gone for is voices people who are in um the um you know uh well i was going to say some of them are presenters some of them are professional dancers and some of them have been the actual uh stars that have uh, uh, gone on with the quiz so what I'm going to just do with them every now and again I'm just going to play in one of them just a very short section of it just to get your mind going and uh, let's just do one of those before we go to uh, round one which will be an anagram round by the way here's a very short clip (laughs) do you know what I was thinking to myself after we got both combined scores together we were something on 50 so that's going to be the first voice you'll hear in round five. But that's jumping the gun somewhat because we're on round one start. It's anagram round. And since we are celebrating, well, I'm celebrating the restart of the, um, the COVID and the, um, the quite involved procedures they've had to go through to be able to put this show on with all the people involved except I think the presenters themselves (coughs) staying together in a single hotel as a single uh, bubble dwelling. Anyway, anagram round is of dances. So I will give you the anagram. The answer is the name of a dance that has been performed on Strictly. Not the song, the dance. (coughs) And I'm going to give you another clue. I'm in a generous mood today. And that Is that some of the titles almost just to give some extra letters into the anagram has the word the in it? So just bear that in mind. If you see the letters THE, it won't always be the for the answer, but in some cases it will be, and I think that's um, that's a fair piece of information. Now, remember, as always, on these quizzes, you get 10 points for correct answer, unless I've really gone out and given you a really big uh, clue, at which point I will say that the, the points have gone down to five points. But there are I think 30 questions today. So the maximum score today is just 300. So anything over 200 is, is good. Uh, anything over 250 is very good. And of course, uh, depending on how many mistakes I made, 300 may well be the maximum score. Or there may even be a few bonus, bonus points in. Now, let's get started. I think now... Where should we go? Okay, let's get started with round one. Good, good idea. Okay. Dances have been performed over the period of time with Strictly Come Dancing. And the first anagram is Etch, Quest, Kip. Etch, Quest, Kip. And I will... Now spell that out, E-T-C-H, Q-U-E-S-T-K-I-P. Rearrange the letters, what dance is that? One of the dances, it can be a Latin dance, it can be a ballroom dance or it can be even one of the the, uh, the guest choices that they introduced um, a few years back. I'm just going to have a sip of my water while you have a think. So, Etch, Quest, Kit. And in five, four, three, two... One, H Quest, Kip is the quick step. The quick step. Ten points. Okay, number two. There's just six in this round, by the way. Number two, Atlas, She. A, T, L, A, S, S, H, E. Atlas, she and in five four three two one the seltzer okay number three in round one Bead spool, bead spool. B E A D S P O O L. While you're doing, let me just play in a second teaser. It's really interesting to see Helena with a little little angry face. This now that was just a little bit of a Clue there I'm just uh, going to give you time to think about that number three anagram of dances and the dance the anagram is bead spool b-e-a-d-s-p-o-o-l and in five four three two one Speed pool is Paso Doble. Paso Doble. Yes. So 10 points for each. That's three questions, 30 points up to now. Number four. Beta mash. No, not the monster mash. Beta mash. B-E-T-A-M-A-S-H. What's the dance? Beta mash. I think this is an easy one, so I won't give you long. Just pour a sip of my water. Just got a little tickle today. Sorry about that. And the answer is beta mash. The samba. The samba. So that's four. We've only got six. I think perhaps I should have done more of these, I don't know. Okay, number five Stamina Moocher. <laughs> that is not only a fantastic anagram, I think, but it's quite a subtle clue. You need stamina and it's a bit of a smoochie dance. Yeah. I'm really pleased with that one. Uh, this, by the way, is from uh, wordsmith.org anagram, little, little um, uh, thing that you put in the words and it, it creates an anagram for you. www.wordsmith.org forward slash anagram. Oh, I better spell stamina m- moocha. out, hadn't I? lot of words there. Lots of letters, rather. S T A. M-I-N-A M-O-O-C-H-E-R Let's play um, a third little voice in for the last round as a teaser. I could see the face, I could see the drama and the fight within you. Ooh, yeah, getting some ideas there, are you? Okay, number five. Stamina mocha. in five, four, three, two, one. The answer is American smooth. American smooth. Number six, and the last one of the anagram round. Negate. Ignorance, negate, ignorant. I'll spell that N E G A T E I G N O R A N T, negate, ignorant. Now, let me just play my little uh, advert clip again. Just give you a little bit more time to use your pen and paper. This is Never Isolated, podcast here on Talk And please remember, we have a Twitter account, Never Isolated, one word. Show ID is 7910667. Okay, number six, anagram is negate, ignorance, and the answer in. Five, four, three, two, one. It's Argentine Tango. Argentine Tango. Excellent. Well, there we go. That is round one. Well, okay, let's move on to round two. Oh, brilliant. Okay, now, with a little bit of a theme going here, although I've got one. Round that doesn't follow the theme, but round two, since there's a lot of fashion in strictly dancing, did I say I was a fan? And um, we've got a round of famous fashion designers. Well, hopefully, yeah. are <clears throat> now. I'm going to help out here by giving the initials. I was debating with myself whether to do that, and then I thought this is going to be too too difficult because the page I went to to check named the top 100 designers. Well, between you and me, I I could probably only name half a dozen. And um, how many have we got? Oh, we've got half a dozen in the quiz. <laughs> there you go. And um, this is from a page with the top 30 designers listed. So what I'm going to do is read some description about them. And when I get to their name, I'm going to say either he, she, or their initials. Okay, got the idea? Now, we'll accept we'll barely give a lot of latitude on this one. So we may allow you just, you know, a shortened version of the answer. Okay, let's get on with it, shall we? Round two, fashion designers. Here is some information but who is it? Few designers dominated the fashion industry as C.D. did after World War II. His creations featured a lower hemline and dresses, small shoulders and fuller skirts, a contrast to the padded shoulders and short skirts from past years. He is credited with restoring French clothiers to the exalted status of they enjoyed before the war. Give you a clue who was born in 1905. C, D, the initials, and the answer is Christian Dior. Christian Dior, born in 1905, passed away, sadly, 1957, born in Granville, France. So, 10 points if you said Christian Dior. Okay, number two. This person and his brother changed their last name in high school after years of bullying. That surname was lip Lip Lipsitch can't pronounce it properly even. Unlike the majority of the acclaimed fashion designers on this list, he was born into a relatively poor family. After high school, he took a day job as a salesman and took business classes at night. To see his hard work and perseverance paid off is an understatement. Today, he has a net worth of over seven billion dollars. He designed clothing for actors in the 1974 film adaption of The Great Gatsby and for the movie Annie Hall. His initials are R.L. Born in 1939. Can you name that designer? I'm going to play another little Voice clip teaser. It's amazing. But you know, everybody has been fantastic because we all had. Have... Yeah, just little teasers. And the answer is it was Ralph Lauren, born in 1939 in New York City, New York. Okay, number three. <clears throat> If you've seen any films or TV shows about the swinging London scene of the 1960s, there's a chance the clothes the young women were wearing were designed by this designer. She is credited with the Chelsea look that featured miniskirts and hot pants. Tapping into the shift to youth culture, she was known for her short pleated skirts and ample ankle strap shoes. And her initials are M Q M Q. And we'll put that in a minute there. A second. Nope. As I do this. Okay. Got that. Was that an easy one? Born in 1934. Mary Quant. Yes, Mary Quant, born 1934 in London, England. That's the first three. Number four. The initial CC. CC held sway over haute couture for six decades. Her collections were casual clothes that were elegantly styled. In 1954, she introduced the collarless cardigan jacket and bell-bottom pants. She was famous for her quilted purses and little black dress. A little black number, I think they became called. And her perfume called something number five. Possibly the most famous fragrance of all time. initials cc she was born in 1883 yeah, young ladies still know her name <clears throat> and the answer is i think that's it i think that's probably the easiest one to get the initials you saw them on belt buckles cc interlocking c's it's coco chanel coco chanel Born 1883, passed away 1971. Born in is it? France, S-A-U-M-U-R. Number five. Moving a bit more modern now. A-M, initials, A-M, was a bit of a provocateur before ultimately passing in Oh, sorry. On his untimely passing. Could read that better. Couldn't I? His untimely passing in 2010. He tailored suits for Prince Charles, amongst others. Among his creation were the bombast trousers, pants cut so low that they exposed the cleavage of the backside. He's also known for his controversial catwalks that depicted blood-spattered, brutalized models. Good heavens. Born in London, England, 1969, initials A.M. Let's play another little clip while you think. Yeah, I did. I was, do you know what? I wasn't as nervous as I thought I'd be. And the answer is Alexander McQueen. Born in 1969, passed away in 2010, born in London, England. And the last one of these, I don't think they're too hard. The initials are C.K., C.K., an American designer known as much for his brand of controversial ads as for his apparel line. His clothes were simple, comfortable, but relatively expensive. American consumers responded favorably to his collection. Jeans were amongst his best sellers. C.K. Born 1942. Do you know it? I'm sure you do. Yes, I don't think we'll waste any more time. Not waste time, but give you any more time on that. It's Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. Born in 1942. Another born in New York City, New York. OK, well, we're just going to diverge away from Strictly for a moment. And we're going to go to round three. Remember, there's not going to be a round four. The final round will be an audio round. Um <clears throat> But I will take a little bit of a, a, break, uh, a break to just say a couple of other things in place of round four. But what are we up to now? Hope you're doing OK. It's time for round three. OK, well, in... Uh, commemoration of the fact that Back to the Future trilogy of movies has now just come out on ultra ultra Blu-ray. This is a 50 fifty dollar collection, no doubt fifty pounds here in the UK. And we've got some questions about um, Back to the Future. A couple of them, if a couple of them are multi-choice ones, so there's at least a few you'll get that just by guesswork, even if you haven't uh, seen the film. Remember, correct answers, 10 points. Okay, back to the future. Question one. How many questions have we got on this round, David? Oh, we've got eight on this round. Okay, here we go. Question one. The script was rewritten many, many times. Uh, And it was rejected before it was finally greenlit. But we've got four possible answers here. Was the script before it being accepted rejected? A, 22 times. B, 33 times. C, 44 times. Or D, 88 times. Won't take too long on that. Have a guess: A twenty-two, B thirty-three, C forty-four, R D eighty-eight. And the answer for number one, round three, is forty-four times. The script was rejected forty-four times before it was finally greenlit. Okay. Now the film came out in the eighties, but what honour did the movie get in two? thousand and seven it got a very special uh, honour Well, it's it's an honourable thing to happen to a film not all films get it and it's only usually the best and it's something to do with posterity can you think what happened to the film in five, four Three, two, one. Okay, it was selected by the Library of Congress for preservation in the National Film Registry, being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So it's in the National Film Registry as of December 2007. Okay, number three. The phone number that Jennifer has written on the back of the Save the Clock Tower flyers starts with what three numbers? And I'll give you a clue. These numbers are used fairly regularly in movies and TV shows. What three numbers starts the phone number? I think most people have watch a lot of films or TV series will know this. So I won't take too long on it. The answer is 555. Yes, it's, uh, it's not. You'll always find that. So people can't go doing mutant calls to a real number. It's 555. I'm going to give 10 bonus points, 10 bonus points, if you're one of these people that knew the whole number. You know, if there's some really big fans 10 bonus points if you knew the number that was written in full was 555 five, 4873 4873 absolutely bonus point of 10 points for knowing that number 4 in the very first scene of the film as the camera pans around through the docks room, where there are lots and lots and lots of clocks. There is one clock with what hanging off the face of the clock? Some object or something is hanging off the face of the clock. I'll give you a clue. What is hanging off the clock is foreshadowing of something that will happen later in the film it's foreshadowing something that will happen later in the film what is hanging off the clock by the way i i haven't got the ultra blu-ray but i did watch uh, a clip of it. I I didn't I didn't watch it in full 4K because I was watching it on my computer. But even there, it looked really, really sharp. And apparently, it does look excellent. Okay, the answer is. It's a figure of a small man, hanging off the face of the clock, foreshadowing the dock hanging from Hill Valley Clock Tower. There you go. We're already up to number five. Gosh, we're going quickly here. Which actor with the initials CS was one of those originally considered for the part of Marty McFly? Not who played Marty McFly, but who was considered for the part. And the answer, it's one of those you'll either know or not, is Charlie Sheen was going to be up for the part. I think it was a conflict of interest when it eventually got the green light, all those strip rewrites. He wasn't then available. Okay, let's move on to number six, eight in this round, remember. In fact, let's just play another clip before... We um we go. Let's see a little clip here. Let's have a look. I oh, now I loved Cara and Artem's being these oh. walks. Is it bad that I said that out? There we go. Okay, here we go. Number six. Marty travels back in time to the year nineteen fifty-five. Do you know what the winner of the Oscar was for Best Picture? That year, what was the best Oscar movie for 1955 called? And it's not as hard as you would imagine. Marty travels back in time to the year 1955. What was the name of the best picture Oscar winning film that year? The answer is the clues in the question. The film was called Marty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The answer was there all the time. Just in case you were thinking that was a really difficult question. Okay, number seven. Now we've mentioned scripts again. I tried to keep away from the most obvious ones about photographs fading and things like that. Anyway, number seven. In the early drafts of the scripts. The time machine was not a DeLorean, but what was it? I'm going to give you four choices here. Originally, it was going to be A, a grandfather clock, B, a police box, C, a bicycle made for two, or D, a refrigerator. In early drafts of the script, the time machine was a what? I and mean, it wasn't a DeLorean car. And the answer is? No, you know, it's not a police box. It's Doctor Who, that. It wasn't A, a grandfather clock. That was the master's. Wasn't B, a police box? That's the doctor's. Wasn't a bicycle made for two? That sounds good. He and Marty could have, Marty and the doc could have got on that. It was, in fact, D. The answer was D, a refrigerator. Yeah, in the early drafts of the script, it was a refrigerator. Okay, last one in this round, round three. The actor who played Marty McFly was playing the the character, a 17-year-old character, a 17-year-old character. Okay, 17-year-old character. But the actor, of course, we know it's uh, Michael J. Fox. How old was Michael J. Fox when he played a 17-year-old? How old was he? I'm not going to give you choices, but I'll give you a clue. He was somewhere between, I'll tell you what, I'll give you multiple choice. I'll do that on the, I'll do it on the fly. (laughs) Oh, oh, this man's a comedian. Yes. Was he A, 15 years old when he was playing a 17-year-old? Was he B, 19 years old when he played the 17-year-old? Was he C, 23-year-old when he played the 17-year-old? And was he actually 27 when he played a 17-year-old? A 15, B 19, C 23, R Dean 27. A question made up on the fly about Martin McFly, played by Michael J. Fox. Have a fox? Yeah? <laughs> well, the answer is. He was 23. He was 23. Now. It's difficult to say with the second and third movies because many of you will know that the second and third movies, I think, were made at the same time because of the complex scene interchange. So they were both filmed, I think, either back to back or simultaneously. There you go. So that's the Back to the Future round. Well, we'll be back to the quiz shortly. Boom, boom. Because this is, okay. Time for round four. Well, round four is not really round four. We're just going to take a little bit of time out just to uh, mention some of the things, because the next live show of this um, Never Isolated will be episode 132. But that will not go out now until Wednesday, the 21st of October the day likely to be when here in the UK, Greater Manchester goes into lockdown. But I just wanted to give out for um, the uh, the statistics that came out late on Monday. Because I'm doing this a little bit later than that. Um, just a little serious. Um, there were 18,804 people tested positively um, during the day. Sadly, the deaths for the day were 80, bringing the total to 43,726, but deaths with COVID-19 on the death certificate in the UK are now at 57,609 patients in hospital 5608 and of those 592 are on ventilator beds and if you want to read more up-to-date statistics on that and the url to check that is not the bbc site but it is a government site here in the uk it's Coronavirus, all one word, coronavirus.data.gov.uk. And I'm just going to look and see on the BBC Live uh, site. And this is www.bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash live forward slash UK dash 546114 zero two to see if a decision has been made on Manchester yet and no it hasn't it's still not past the deadline uh, that will be later today as I'm speaking so I'm just going to play in my uh, info clip one more time just to get our mindset back to the quiz this is never isolated. Podcast here on TalkShoe, and please remember we have a Twitter account, never isolated one word. Show ID is 7 Okay, that means we we'll skip round four. Where are we up to now? Here's round five. Okay, round five. Well, we're back to yes, you guessed it. straight come dancing. Now, I've got oh, I think I've got quite a few this time. And uh, this one is something I may re- revisit again because there's quite a lot to choose from. And um, these are people speaking, not necessarily on the live show. It could be on the uh, tape Two, which was the daytime programme that to sort of analysed what had happened at the weekend. It could be uh, one of the judges, one of the presenters, one of the pro dancers, and one of the celeb dancers. Uh, and not necessarily from a very recent year i think with some of the ones where it's very difficult to pronounce their surnames you can get the 10 points for just the first name um because um well that's that's the way it is so what i'm going to do again is I'm going to play the clips i'll play in a short clip first um and then I'll play it along with it. it still will be ten points unless I let it play so long that there's a real giveaway clue. Like somebody interviewing says their name. And and then of course that's oh, that's my shame, isn't it? Okay, are you ready? Here we go. So who is speaking from strictly come dancing? <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking to myself after we got both combined scores yeah. together, we were something on fifty six, I think we were was- Now, I think that's a rather distinctive uh, voice. I'm going to give you a clue. Um, This person has been on the show uh, quite a considerable length of time. Without telling you what he does on it, he's been on it quite some time. Just going to have a sip of more water. I should have done that while I played the longer version of the clip. So. Let's do that now. Do you know what I was thinking to myself after we got both combined scores yeah. together? We were something on 56. I think we were still second. No one else had danced yet. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> okay, I didn't think it would be enough. Let's okay, say that. It, no. well, um, you know, what can you do, really? It was. Uh, it... Okay, got it. Okay, you were listening to one of the professional dancers there, Anton Dubek, the king of ballroom, as they called him. Anton Dubeck. And he will be dancing again this year. Okay, number two. Short clip first, just uh, for the real people who can whiz it out quickly. It's really interesting to see Helena with a little little angry face this week. Ah! (laughs) Now. Now, I'm going to give you a clue. Uh, this this gentleman, I think, is one of the favourites with the ladies. Maybe with the gents as well, but he's certainly a favourite with the ladies. Okay, and just listen. The, you may hear other voices in these clips, but it's the, the main voice speaking, of course. Here we go, a little bit longer. It's really interesting to see Helena with, with a little angry face this week. Ah! <laughs> you amaze me with... The... Level of your professionalism with the level of your commitment to every single dance, and it was a pure joy. Thank you so much. Okay, well, the answer was, and I can't pronounce it, so you're gonna get the points for the first name Aliash Aliash Sorozhenka. Is it Anyway, Aliash Aliash, um, who, um, and also I believe is dancing this uh, year again. Okay, remember there are 10 of these and we're already up to number three. Let's have a brief listen first. I could see the face, I could see the drama and the fight within you, but I just wanted to feel it for you. Yeah. Someone who's been on a number of seasons, all of them have been on a number of seasons. I don't think it, I'm not sure if anybody's been any of the ones I'm playing have been on everyone. Been on a number of seasons. Who were you hearing speak there? And I'm going to play a little bit longer this time. I could see the face, I could see the drama and the fight within you, but I just wanted to feel it for your body. I felt you were a little bit upright. Okay, there's a bit of a clue there because she was giving her opinion. It was indeed one of the judges, no longer on the show. It was Darcy Pussell, very famous. Uh, uh, ballerina prima, prima donna ballerina is that what you say uh, Darcy Russell. okay number four here we go again Sh- short clip first it's amazing but you know everybody has been fantastic because we all had a great time I think a recognisable voice of people in the UK I'm not so sure this voice will have travelled as much as maybe the others but we'll see here we go it's amazing but you know everybody has been fantastic because we all had a great time and everyone did such good dances and yeah that. that was indeed debbie mcgee debbie mcgee her husband was a magician and she was uh, his partner in that but she's been on a number of programs as a a sort of TV personality uh, recently. Um, so that was Debbie McGee. Okay, number five. Number five. Here we go. Short clip first. Yeah, I did. I was, do you know what? I wasn't as nervous as I thought I'd be to start with. And... I'm going to give you a little clue. You can tell perhaps that's a younger voice. This person came to fame through the internet had a big internet following and video following. Um, and I think he was the first one to come on the show that came to entertainment through that. But he was really hugely liked and successful. But what was the name? And i play it a little bit longer. Yeah, I did. I was. Do you know what? I wasn't as nervous as I thought I'd be to start yeah. with. Until because we were, we were like second to last, weren't we? Second to last. Yes. yes. And I, I, kind of like that. I like going towards the end. But uh... okay, the answer was Joe Sug. Joe. I can't want to say Suggs, but that's the the guy the guy out of the singing group, isn't it? It's um, Joe Sug. Okay, number. We're up to number six already, but we've got ten. Remember, we've got ten, but we're up to number six. And uh, here we go. Where is it? Where well, there it is. Yes, there is. Um, <laughs> I should say something quite pointed, shouldn't I? It's like, Kev, listen, <laughs> you know. Now. Quite a, a sharpish voice, but quite distinctive. I think we've probably heard of this person, certainly the first name in America. She's done quite a lot of documentaries. Um, she's done a few things, but um, she's done some quite dangerous uh, projects, um, you know, going into prisons and interviewing people, you know, in uh, quite stressed circumstances. Very brave young lady, I think. Um, a little bit longer. Yes, there is. Um, <laughs> I should say something quite pointed, shouldn't I? I so, said, Kev, listen, you know highly I think of you. I think you're the biggest gem. It's absolutely no kind of, um, it's, it's it's no coincidence that he's been in the final as many times as he has. You're patient. And she's are talking about her partner, Kevin there. Uh, it was Stacey, Stacey Dooley, Stacey Dooley. Sorry to those people that are not based in the UK of finding this round particularly difficult, but uh, hopefully we'll get one or 2 with We've, um, let me have a look. We've only got eight, not 10. We've only got two more, would you believe? Sorry, only two more. I'll tell you what, I, I said 10. We've only got eight, so 10 points bonus to everybody for my mistake. Ten had uh, ten points to score everybody. Well done. What you've got thirty points, have you? <laughs> I hope you're doing better than that. Here we go. Um we're up to number eight. So this is the penultimate question. Have a look. I now I love Cara and Artemis being these waltzes Is it bad that I say that out loud? Yeah. Do you recognise that voice? On TV a lot. On TV a lot in the UK. Have a look. Now, I loved Cara and being these oh. Waltz. Is it bad that I said that out loud? Could yes. we just have a slow-mo of the lift that wasn't a lift? Now, see that we can't absolutely see the... And that is Claudia Wilkman. Now, some people say she's a bit of a Marmite character. Some people either love her or some people say they're... They they're not that keen. I think she's fantastic. I like her dry humour, and she is one of the joint presenters. And she um, does um, you know um, bring uh, quite a lot of humour to the show. I like her. Um, she was did the presenting the uh, the strictly takes two during the week, and then joined the main show as one of the main presenters well we're on the final one now the clue here is the people in America will probably get this because I believe this person has been on both the UK Strictly Come Dancing and the American Dancing with the Start you know so we've had some comedic couples we've had wonderful dancing from the get go you know it's just been so his voice should be more recognisable across the pond, uh, uh, and he travels there often. When he's not pickling his walnuts, that's what he does. Here we go. Yeah. You know, so we've had some com- comedic couples. Yeah. We've had wonderful dancing from the get-go. You know, it's just been terrific. And it, here, here we are, always the right four in the final. Yeah. Okay, okay maybe not always what the judges would have picked, but it's a combination. Yes. We say it a bit and the viewers have theirs. And what we get is what we get. And, and that's how it should be. And look be. at the lineup. There you are. Uh, and I think you can hear Claudia there interviewing him because uh, it was from the, uh, the Strictly Takes Two. That was the chief, our head judge at the time, Len Goodman. Len Goodman. there you are i'm not going to say now you might think well he hasn't named some other people like other co-presenters and all that because i think i might revisit this another time and have another selection of eight from strictly because it's only really just got going and i do like the series and uh, well there you go well i i think we're going to end the quiz there so let me just recap uh sorry this is. Come out after the weekend, episode 131 Never Isolated, the Lonesome Quiz 24. Lonesome, of course, because you have done it on your own, but I have recorded this live. Uh, I've just got a couple of uh, uh, short gaps, I've just got to. Uh, edit out but it's basically going up unedited and um, the next episode following on from this will be for Wednesday this goes out for Monday the 19th of October next one will be for Wednesday the 21st of October 2020 when I may well be not only just focusing on the COVID-19, but um, what's happening, particularly in the UK, with um, this big controversy over local lockdowns versus national lockdown. Um, Wales has gone into a short lockdown. Uh, Northern Ireland is getting quite strict. And uh, basically, we're well and truly into a second wave. And lots are happening, of course. In America, with it all intermingled with their uh, uh, general uh, now said general election, their presidential election. Anyway, that's enough from me. Let me play myself out with that little clip. And uh, thanks for listening to Never Isolated. Hope you catch some of the back quiz episodes at least. And uh, I will be with you again shortly. Thank you for listening to Never Isolated. Show ID seven nine one zero double six seven